0: Hello party people, my name is Amy Angelos, and you're listening to another episode of Oak Performance Radio. Enjoy the show.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Oak Performance Radio. I'm your host, Adam Lane. If you're new to the show, our goal here is to create some content, some fantastic content for athletes, parents, and coaches. We tell stories, have laughs, and we go into everything that is the end game of athletic performance, helping athletes achieve their optimal performance and be the best that they can possibly be. As always, check us out on the social at Oak Performance and online at oakstrength.com backslash oakperformance. And now, enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Oak Performance Radio. I'm your host, Adam Lane. With me today, oh, Trace, I forgot to announce you.
0: (laughs) The other host. With my co-host, riding Shotgun. (laughs) There we go.
1: Mr. Trace Nowak in his Ultimate Warrior (laughs) t-shirt. And for you listeners that are not, not, you know, not doing this visually, oh, man, you should go to the YouTube and check this out because you don't see that t-shirt all the time. Nope. And our special guest today, Miss Amy Angelos.
0: Thanks for having me. Thanks guys. for joining us. Thank you. I'm excited you know, to be here. Yeah.
1: Well, this is you know you've now achieved. <laughs> I mean, this is the big time. This is the pinnacle <laughs> yes. of podcasting you and,
0: and youth sports for, Every, for sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> everything from here on out is probably just gonna be a downhill like <laughs> in your life. Just oh like, yeah. Oh man, it just didn't compare to that one time. Start a club. Yeah. <laughs>
0: love volleyball. Yeah. Pro league. No, it's the podcast. Oh performance. <laughs> oh performance podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, I love that. The pinnacle <laughs> podcast
2: of youth sports.
1: So, Amy, for the tens of people that listen to this show, mm-hmm. do you want to give a give a little synopsis of who you are, sure. what you do, and and why you're such a big
0: deal? Sure. Well, I don't know about the big big deal part, <laughs> but my name is Amy Angelos. Um, I'm from Waukegan, Illinois, which is a north suburb of Chicago. Um, and I played Division One volleyball at Bradley University. Um, and, go Braves! And, and go Braves! That's right. Well, actually, now it's go Gargoyles. We. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> it's a long story, but long story <laughs> short, we rebranded my senior year. and the Gargoyles? Oh, yeah. And we're still the Bradley Braves, but they wanted a mascot because obviously there's some problematic issues with Braves. It, a Brave. Yeah. brave. Oh. Yeah. So they rebranded, and there was a full vote process for the mascot, and it came down to like a lion, a gargoyle, I think a squirrel was in it, and <sighs> the people of Bradley voted, and the gargoyle won. Um, so we are now the, the Gargoyles. And if you have time, people listening at home, you should Google it. <laughs> it is um, an interesting mascot, very interesting looking. But we're proud of them. Go, Gargs! The the
1: the Bra- Does the brave is the brave gone then?
0: We're still the Bradley Braves, but now we have a mascot of a gargoyle.
1: Gar- gotcha. That's so it's right. not the Bradley gargoyles. That doesn't. No. Mean, that, okay.
0: No, we're the Bradley Braves. It's mascot a- gargoyle. It's like the. I mean, it's like the Stanford Cardinal is a tree their mascot is a tree. Gotcha. That's like an easier way to think about it. Gotcha, so
1: it's a brave gargoyle. That's very brave, very brave gargoyle,
0: yeah. So um, I graduated in 2014 with a degree in hospitality management actually, Um, and then ended up going to um, get my master's degree at a small NAI school in Missouri called William Woods University, where I was an assistant coach um, and recruiting coordinator there. Um, then I went on to the University of Michigan and I was a volunteer assistant um, and got to learn from Mark and Lisa Rosen and they are incredible humans. I'm super happy to have learned from them and now have a great relationship with them and get to consider them friends and mentors. But we went to the Sweet 16. Um, that year in 2016, and had an unbelievable year, unbelievable experience. Um, and then I went on to Northern Illinois University, just down the road. and Go Huskies! Helm. Go Dogs! <laughs> Go Huskies! That's right. They're still Huskies, right? Oh they yeah. <laughs> no so. change there. No change <laughs> Go there. Go Dogs! <laughs> um, and did that for three years, and I was the assistant coach um, and recruiting coordinator there. Again, got to learn from Ray Gooden, who has been there for. This will be his 20th season um, at Northern, which is pretty incredible. Um, And learned a ton there and got some really good experience. And then most recently... I was at Purdue University as the director of operations, Um, and we had a really crazy COVID year, (laughs) um, but really amazing. We finished in the Elite Eight, um, and we ended up losing to Kentucky, who Uh, was the eventual winner, so we can't feel too bad about it. Um, But again, got to learn from some amazing humans in the Shondell family and Kathy Jewell, Um, and I've been very lucky in my coaching career to have gotten to work with and learn from really – Amazing people who have been at their programs for twenty years each, yeah. respectively. So, I'm I'm incredibly lucky um, in that aspect. But personally, I've got a twin sister, um, which is oh, kind of like my fun fact to tell twin. everybody. Ah. Yep, and coincidentally, she played at Northern Illinois. Okay. Um, for Ray Gooden. Um, so I've known Ray for a long okay. time, and she is actually. She went to go play professionally in Denmark and, and all that. I have an older sister who is the um, or one of the people out at Glacier National Park. She's a park ranger. Okay. Oh. oh. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um and an older brother who still lives in Waukegan. And yeah. my parents live in Texas. Hmm. <laughs> so oh wow. We're all over the place. Yeah. They got out. <laughs> they're out, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they they were over the snow. Okay. <laughs> <So> <laughs> they did a little tour of the south and ended up in Houston. Good uh, for them. So yeah. Awesome. Yeah. They're loving it.
1: Uh, twin sister, identical fraternal,
0: funny story. (laughs) We, we don't know. Um, we never got like the official DNA test done when we were born. Um, we look a lot alike. Um, people mix us up. We go through phases of life, right? Where Mm -hmm. we look a lot alike and then phases where we don't look so alike, but, um, but I would be devastated now to, like, get a test and find out we were fraternal. Because, uh-huh. like, in my mind, if you're a twin, you might as well be identical. Okay. But we, you know, we used to, like, switch classes and stuff like okay. that in high school. So teachers and, got confused. Like, yeah, totally. Okay. And then, like, the teachers would be fooled, but the kids would <laughs> screw it up. Like, <laughs> they would, like, lose it when the teacher called me, Sarah, or, uh, or Amy. And that's when we would get sent back to our own class. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: Talk about, uh, I'm curious, the, um, I don't want to say, jumping around but Mm -hmm. going from school to school you know you say mississippi earlier
0: missouri missouri -hmm.
1: Missouri to michigan to then niu to purdue like how does how does that whole whole thing work for like obviously you know a lot of people in this volleyball space Mm -hmm. um i am slowly learning that this volleyball community is extremely tight knit (laughs) and it's a very small it's like that you have your own secret handshake in (laughs) order to get into the club (laughs) that's right it's
0: like a head knot. it really is yeah Yeah. (laughs) yeah it's crazy um Honestly, just meeting people through networking and and working camps and clinics and all that as you're growing up and going through the coaching ranks, like when you're young, you got to grind it out. And, you know, I worked a ridiculous amount of camps over the summers, (laughs) you know, when I was still in college. And then when I realized, you know, I want to coach and that's what I want to do for life. Like I went and worked a ton of camps, not only with colleges, like I worked U of I's camp and then obviously I've done Michigan and Purdue, but I also did a lot of what's called all American volleyball camps, um, and got to meet a ton of people through that. And then when you're out recruiting, um, even when I was at William Woods, I was still out recruiting at all the big national tournaments. Mm. So you get to meet a bunch of people that way. Um, so how I ended up at William Woods, um, at a previous assistant of mine at Bradley was the head coach there. Gotcha. So I knew her, that's how I got that gig, got my master's degree paid for, which was like, ah, you know, great. Exactly. Um, and then I ended up at Michigan, um, when I worked at U of I camps, um, I w- contacted Kevin Hamley, who's now at Stanford, but he was the previous head coach at Illinois, mm-hmm. about being their volunteer because I knew I wanted to coach. I knew I wanted to do it at the Division One level after experiencing the NAI world of it's a free-for-all and it's awesome. There's a lot of really yeah. great things about the NAI, but I knew for me I wanted to coach at the Division One level. So. Called him up about being his volunteer, um, and he was very straightforward with me and was like, you're great, but we want a guy who can come in and play, you Uh know, against their kids, which I totally understood. Um, But Michigan needed to hire a female, so that's how I got hooked up with um, Mark and Lisa at Michigan. And then, obviously, I had known Ray since I was very young and 16 years old and, uh, called him up when I was done with my volunteer year and he needed an assistant and it really worked out time-wise. So ended up there. And then, um, through some mutual people to get to Purdue, they, they were looking for an ops and the people that I knew knew that I was kind of ready to maybe do something else or make a move. Um, and they recommended me yeah <laughs> so I've never really like searched for a job so far <laughs> which um that's nice has been yeah, really nice, nice. <laughs> which has been really nice but I mean obviously it's all about who you know and mm. and you know you never know how somebody's going to be able to help you so it's all about yeah. making sure that you're putting your best foot forward and treating everybody the same no matter if they're you know the custodial staff or they're the president of the United States yeah. you treat everybody equally and you treat everybody with respect and you'll go far yeah
1: Talk How, um, when you went into ops, mm-hmm. talk about that yeah. change of pace there.
0: Yeah, I mean, it. it's different, but similar, right? You're right. still involved with a program. You're still involved with the kids every day. You're still being able to have an impact on a program and an impact on their lives, which for me is really the part of coaching that I enjoy, right? right. Like the volleyball part of it, I love the sport. It's given me so much, and now I'm trying to give – back to it right Mm -hmm. in my adult life but the part of being able to be a part of their lives and and impact them as they grow and especially in that college age and young adult age it's so fun Mm -hmm. you know and having there's so much change that happens in that time period and so much change and (laughs) and having an, an ability to impact that is really special um and kind of why I got into coaching is my dad was a coach. Um, ah. and I got to see from a really young age, you know, like the kids he was coaching in peewee softball or whatever, he's invited to their weddings. Like <laughs> how cool is that? And so that's really what kind of sparked me wanting to get into coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, I did coaching for six ish years and I was a little bit ready for a change, but I still wanted to be involved in college athletics at a really high level. And so going, into an ops role at a Big Ten University was something that was super ideal. Um, so I was still, like I said, involved with the kids, involved with the program, mm-hmm. but got to do with something a little bit different. Yeah. Um, but I was, and it, like I said, I got my undergrad in hospitality, so it kind of like mer- married mm-hmm. the two passions of mine of like organizational, administrative, yeah. but still getting to impact people's lives, so. Gotcha. Yeah. Talk it about kind of best what, of both worlds. What,
1: what ops is. What is that? What is that? What does that mean? (laughs) Good
0: question. Good question. When I tell people I'm the supervisor Mm of operations, they're like, what is that? (laughs) Um, So what that means is I take care of kind of all the extra stuff that goes into being a student athlete at the collegiate level. So food, travel, hotels, scheduling, classes, um, nutrition, um, all of our like media stuff. I'm kind of the liaison for all of those parts of their lives Mm -hmm. Um, and Yeah, it's it's definitely a full time job. There's a lot (laughs) that goes into it, but it's really fun.
1: There you go. Mm -hmm. Which sounds like you're pretty prepares you pretty well in which to direct a volleyball club.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes, hopefully. (laughs) So that skill set right there.
1: Yeah. Um. So now, currently, the director of Madtown Juniors. That's right. Shout out. Which (laughs) has been official for six days. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Give or take. Yeah. What talk 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 about that? Talk about Mm -hmm. uh, I guess the whole. Shebang! If yeah. you want shameless plug time, totally give people all the information because if, if you're not in this volleyball space, mm-hmm. you don't realize how unique what what you're doing and everything. Yeah. that, that yeah. you're Yeah, yeah, and a part all the there. exciting parts mm-hmm. of
0: of Madtown mm-hmm. and of Love Volleyball. Yes. There's it's it's a lot. So yeah. let's <laughs> yeah. let's dive into that. So again, kind of the small world of volleyball and how I even got involved with this is. Um, one of my really good friends used to run a club in Madison called Madison United. Um, and league one, which I'll explain what league mm-hmm. one is in a second, contacted her about coming in and, and starting a club in Madison and her being the director. And she is um, expecting twins. Oh. <laughs> so hmm. she is not going to do that. Mm-hmm. So she's known me for it's a long probably time. probably a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So she, um, and she was you know, was ready for a change of pace. So mm-hmm. she has known me a long time and knows that, being the director of a club is something that I'm very interested in mm-hmm. and have wanted to do for a really long time. Even from when I was in high school, you know, playing club volleyball myself, I was like, I could do this. Like I could do this job. It sounds so fun. Like yeah. getting, you know, talk. you talk about impacting lives like yeah. that triples from a college program or even quadruples from a college program of t- maybe 20 kids to now you're thinking, okay, 120, maybe yeah. 500, yeah. Even. you know, if we can grow this thing the mm-hmm. way that we think that we can. So, I was really, that's intrigued. a lot of weddings to get invited to. <laughs> yes, you know, it later is. In life. Good thing. I love a wedding. <laughs> <gee>. <laughs> I love going to weddings. Um, so she was like, I don't know what Amy's deal is, but you guys can give her a call. So they did. And they kind of explained to me what they're going to be able to do and what their plan is. Um, from a holistic standpoint, volleyball from mm. the club standpoint and from an, an eventual professional league. So I looked at that and I heard them out and talked to some really amazing people in league one. And was convinced that this is what I needed to do. It was an opportunity that I didn't really feel like I could pass up. Um, It's, and like you said, it's been official here for six days. and (laughs) It's already been incredible and I've learned so much already and I'm just so excited for it. There's a lot that I don't know. And there's a lot that I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) know? And so, but what's really wonderful about league one is they've created a network of clubs, um, in our country that are really established and know what they're doing. And so I get some really incredible um, resources to lean on um, to, to help me figure out what exactly I wanna do yep. and how I wanna run the club. But Madtown Juniors um, is a brand new club in Madison and we are super excited to be kind of raising the level of opportunity and, and club volleyball mm-hmm. in that area. There's already been some really successful, you know, kids coming out of that area, yeah. athletes, and there's some really great athletes in yeah. that area that just honestly don't have all the opportunity to be as successful as they can be right now. Yeah. Um, and some of that comes from gym space. Some of that comes from training. And so we're super excited because we're going to be able to offer them all of those things yeah. and more. Um, so we're going to have our own facility, which is Really amazing, um, and, and be able to and train. And not,
1: not to compare though, but yeah. That no one else up there has their own facility. Correct. They're all kind of renting space from local mm-hmm. high schools mm-hmm. or yep. whatever, and community centers yeah. and
0: churches and all sorts of things. Which honestly, especially with the COVID year was a real challenge yeah. for a lot of those places. So oh, yeah. so being able to now have our own facility and, you know, kids can come in and train whenever they can do private lessons, whenever, we're also going to have a sports performance area and they'll be able to tap into that mm-hmm. um, side of things, which you yeah. will also be involved with, mm-hmm. which is super exciting. Um, so We're really pumped about that um, and being able to really raise the level of volleyball in that area because it's such a great volleyball area as it is. You know, like the the people of Madison from young ages to old love volleyball. They love going to the UW matches. They love and know the game. Like when you go to one of those matches, and I know I've been (laughs) on the bench many times on the other side of it. When UW is down, say, like two points in a row, the crowd goes nuts yeah. because they, they get it. They understand that volleyball is such a momentum sport, mm-hmm. and they're like, okay, we got to we gotta get behind this team yeah. and, and go, and obviously, that's pretty easy with the program that Kelly has built there, yeah. and they're number whatever in the country, number one for quite some time, yeah. and we got our butts kicked there last year, <laughs> which, you know, is neither here nor there, but, <laughs> but with League One, um, League One is is a new entity in volleyball, and they're incredible people that are involved from the highest level of volleyball professionals to people who are professionals in um, the business world Mm. and in the professional sport world here in this country. And their end game is to start the best professional volleyball league in the world Mm. here in this country, which is really incredible and has There's a little bit of that now with um, Athletes Unlimited, but this is going to be pretty different and more of a holistic approach to volleyball really across the country and from the youth level on up to the pros. So they're trying to basically be the MLB or the NBA of volleyball. So certain cities in our country will have a professional league, which is really exciting. And they'll be able to have home matches and away matches. And, you know, you're going to be able, if you're from Madison, you're going to have, your home team to support which is going to be really cool but to do that they think that um having the club support at the foundational level is super important and not only the support for the pro team from the club athletes but also from the the pro team to the club athletes right so we're going to be able to integrate that really well that's really cool to think about isn't it right if you're say you're a 13-year-old girl mm. or or boy playing at the club and all of a sudden the pro athlete that you go and watch mm. and you have a poster of on your mm. <laughs> wall and or they're your screensaver or yeah. whatever mm. comes into the gym and runs a league with yeah. you mm. or runs a clinic or, you know, whatever, and you get to work with them one-on-one. Like, yep. how cool is yeah. that? It's like Kevin Durant or something yeah. like that <laughs> coming into the gym oh. and shooting hoops with you. And another really cool part about that from a resource standpoint is our athletes are going to be able to train like a pro athlete. You know, they're going to have all those resources like the strength and conditioning program, Mm -hmm. like the huddle film review stuff, Mm -hmm. like the elite training that we're going to be able to offer from our, our coaches, the recovery stuff. The recovery stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And then also the, what we call Watt training, um, which is stands for holistic athlete training. And I think that that's a big part of today's game that's really missing at the club level and, and even the college level and even on up to the pros. I mean, you look at Simone Biles with, you know, her mental health wasn't where it needed to be. Mm -hmm. So she took herself out, which is amazing for her. I mean, can you imagine getting to the Olympics and it's such a, the pinnacle (laughs) of sport and you're like, I'm not feeling it. And I'm going to have to pull myself out. Like how hard that is. And she was able to do that, like, which is just incredible. So, we're going to hopefully train our athletes to be able to handle some things, you know, from the mental side, um, which is just not offered anywhere else, which we're, we're really excited about. Yeah. And then, like I mentioned before, just the network of clubs yeah. that will be able to, you know, basically have a sister club really at all at all the places that we go, which yeah. is really cool. Um, and those athletes will be able to support each other and lean on each other and help each other out. And our coaching network is going to be really incredible. Um, And then another side of (laughs) another great resource that we're going to have, I mean, like it's honestly endless and, and which is super exciting. And a part of the reason that I was really excited Mm. about this is, um, Jamie Morrison is Mm. going to be our national technical director. And for the people who don't know who Jamie Morrison is, um, he is kind of the coaching guru of the day. Like Mm. he has coached on the national team, men's and women's national team. He was the head coach of the Netherlands national team, Um, and he is just, he's a rock star, and he's, you know, spoke at our ton of ABCA conventions, and he's just really great, and he's actually going to run a coach's clinic for us tomorrow um, up in Madison, and we'll be able to film that and get some of that stuff out to people, which will be pretty cool, but he's going to serve as our national technical director, so what that means is all of our coaches with Madtown Juniors will be able to really have access to Jamie and ask him questions. And Jamie's also creating kind of a coach's credential um, network and website. So if you think like art of coaching or something Mm -hmm. like that, they'll be able to log on to our website and get a ton of resources and videos and um, best practices Mm -hmm. for how to train this and how a 12-year-old versus a 16-year-old should be executing a skill or, you know, how to train if you only have, nine kids in your gym or six kids in your gym or whatever, like things that are very applicable to a club volleyball atmosphere. Mm -hmm. So we're super pumped for that. I mean, you know, I think there's some really great coaches in the Madison area, a lot of people that I've already talked to and that are on board to coach for us. But taking, you know, you want to be a lifelong learner and you want to continue to get better at your craft. And so if he's able to come in and help us and help all of our coaches, myself included, get better at – training our athletes, our athletes get better, our club gets better, the pro team eventually gets better. Yep. You know, and and then we're a powerhouse in the Midwest, we're a powerhouse in the country. So yeah. it's super exciting.
1: I didn't realize how I I mean just learning more about the again, the whole volleyball thing, mm-hmm. how popular it is. It, really it's the most popular female sport. Yep. I, I'm nailing that. Is that uh-huh. that, that accurate? Mm-hmm. And for something like this not it too has been
0: for a long time. Yeah.
1: Well and, and that's the goofy thing. Mm-hmm. For for these kids to you know, to go play a high level college, you know, something, something mm-hmm. get done. And then, Oh, I'm really good. I'd like to keep playing. Now I have to go on the other side of the world yep. in which to go play somewhere in which to keep it going Yeah, for it. Not being yeah. able to stay in the U S doesn't make a lot of sense. So well, exactly. everything that love volleyball is doing is, you know, League One volleyball is doing is just makes all the sense in the world. Mm-hmm. Kind of surprised. It wasn't <laughs> like Already started before now. And yeah. And
0: people have tried to start it before and it just hasn't been successful for a myriad of reasons, but I think this time around, the approach to it is very different. The approach to it from building it from the ground up and building it from the club level up and the young kids up is the way that you need to do it. Yeah. It's really grassroots. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like women's basketball and starting the WNBA. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the same thing. Yep. And I think the other part of that is access, right? Like, yeah. when you've tried to do it before, maybe, you know, there weren't as many clubs as there are now. It's still super popular sport, but there's not as many yeah. clubs. There's also the technology that we have now to be able to stream stuff, you know, nationwide and whatever is Mm -hmm. another big part of, I think, why those leagues prior to League One weren't super successful. But now we're going to have, you know, we're going to be able to televise some of those matches and you're going to be able, you will be able to support your home team, you know, and and I think that's a little bit different. And not to say that Athletes United is is anything, but I think that they did an amazing job starting that pro league And, and what they did for volleyball was really great. And a lot of people really tuned into that and loved that but instead of just rooting for, you know, one single athlete there to get all the points that they can get and and when they're playing week to week, now you're you're it's like a home team, mm. you know, like you're more invested. It's where you're from. You're getting to um, interact with them and you're getting yeah. to support them and they support you and it's more of, you know, a full volleyball community than just, oh, I'm just rooting for one person cuz I maybe have some sort of connection to her. Yeah. So, it's pretty cool. That
1: is cool. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, yeah. And the pro the pro thing too is you know, my sister played pro, right? And she played over in Denmark. And I have Meg Wallowitz, mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. played for me at um, NIU. God, me too. She's just the, <laughs> she's best. the best. Shout out Meg Wallowitz. <laughs> um, she she better be listening to this. She will. Oh, You she, know she will. She, <laughs> <know> she will, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. She, she's in Europe actually right mm-hmm. now with her parents. Mm-hmm. But she's been playing, you know, since she graduated. And it's lonely. It yeah. really is a lonely life. And you go to these countries and there can only be two Americans or two foreigners, I should say, on each team. Um, in the pro league and so you go somewhere for eight nine months at a time you don't speak their language and well it's a really cool amazing experience it's also really yeah, tough yeah. Mm-hmm. and and it's not for everybody yeah. so for those athletes to be able to stay here and represent their own cities or their own you know at at the very basic level their own country yeah. um, is really spectacular yeah
1: gosh yeah because yeah, it's really sad to see a kid that you know I say kid, but young adult that you yeah. know puts so much into their, you know, Absolutely. life through this whole thing. And then it's they, just done. They yeah, mm-hmm. they get yeah, to yeah. what should be the peak of the mountain and be like, mm-hmm. uh,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, uh exactly. I miss my family. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Which I totally get. Like, yeah. totally, totally. And you think about it, right? Like Wisconsin is such a powerhouse program and and a lot of those girls that are on the team are – local you know they're from Wisconsin and how cool is that that they're going to be able to grow up give so much to their community and and grow the game around them and then instead of having to okay bye you know go to Mm a different country mm -hmm. be able to continue that and continue to help the next generation and grow Mm -hmm. the next generation of those athletes who will hopefully then same thing give back to their program and so it really just creates such a great community from when you're very young to when you're very old you know your grandparent and your grandkid is playing club volleyball and you're taking them to those matches and it's just super special so we're excited by it
1: through everything that you've done so far in this this new role what is and you kind of mentioned it earlier you watched Mm -hmm. your your dad coach and Mm -hmm. and get excited about you know you know be invited to their weddings you know later on and 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 and, and stuff like that what what part of of this job because you you do many things (laughs) Yeah, many plates are spinning. Oh yeah, in, in wearing a do. lot of hats. You are, <laughs> and, and and that can be, and probably some hats that fit really well and mm-hmm. you really enjoy, and mm-hmm. some hats that fit less well. Yeah, for this, sure. I'm going with this metaphor. I <laughs> like it. I think yeah. Yeah. that's good. What like how what what, what what keeps you going through this this whole thing? What is what what's the part of this this coaching, directing, leading piece that, that mm-hmm. you just it fills your cup that yeah. you really really enjoy?
0: Yeah, for me, like I said, of about getting to impact people's lives and being a director. You get to touch everybody in the program, you know, like from coaches and helping them reach their potential and, and helping them become better coaches to the players from your 10 year old or even younger who are just touching volleyball for the first time in their life. And you could, you know, see their eyes just get huge and they're super excited. They finally make a serve overhand or <laughs> and they're ready to cry. I mean, I like I put myself back in those shoes of I didn't make an overhand serve until I was in high school, yeah. you know, and like. I broke my thumb setting. I mean, because I was, <laughs> had terrible form. like it it's ridiculous that those are the things that like I remember, mm-hmm. but I remember amazing coaches helping me through that, yep. you know and and not discouraging me and not letting me really be discouraged about myself, but but I remember those moments and how, you know, I went on to play division one volleyball. And so I'm the part of developing young athletes, not only, with their skills, but also not letting them get super discouraged and Mm. building their confidence and seeing those light bulb moments is just like so amazing. And, you know, you get that at the college level, but when you break it down to more of the fundamental level, like you're seeing those light bulb moments every day. And that is just so special. And and even to see that with your coaches and be able to develop people over time. Like, Mm. I think that that's something that is super special. And for me, I'm really excited for. Very cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I had a thought. Where am I going with this? I think it's amazing right now because this will be our fifth year doing mm-hmm. stuff, and mm-hmm. so our 2 b eighteens were eighth graders mm-hmm. when they started, and to yeah. see these little <laughs> baby kids, you yeah. know, that get, yeah. I don't know that all the stupid things that middle school kids are, you know, worried yeah. about. To <laughs> now they're they're seniors, they got their act together. Mm-hmm.
0: They're so almost yeah. adults. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like
1: they. It it's, it it is. It's, yeah. it's insanely rewarding to watch them. Yeah you know, grow up and be like, wow, you're actually pretty good at volleyball now. Because totally, totally. five years ago it was nothing. <laughs> totally. And you think, you
0: know, I said this earlier about how much transition there is in that 18 to 22-year-old to person. There is a ton more <laughs> transition yeah. from, say, a kid enters your program. You know, I didn't start playing club volleyball until I was 14. And I cried every day at practice. I mean, w- <laughs> my sister and I, we were so bad. Like, we... we couldn't participate, but we were drill killers. Like we were terrible. (laughs) And then we had these just God awful like attitudes, my coach Berg shout out coach (laughs) Berg. Like he loved us through it and we got better, but we also had that full circle moment. We played for him at our 14s level and then played for him again at the 18s level, which was, I mean, really awesome. And we ended up, being the only two from that 14s team who went on to play Division One volleyball mm-hmm. for four years, which was just hilarious. Because, I mean, I'm not kidding you. Like, we didn't play the whole club season. <laughs> like, and that's something, too, that hey, I – Hey, Amy,
1: come here and demo. Oh, no, no, no. sorry, Not you. Sit it <laughs> <Other> down. In- <laughs> other yeah, other, other Amy.
0: <laughs> right? And, like, think about the club season. It's long, yeah. right? And we – Sarah maybe played in a couple more matches than I did, but I think I played in two matches all club season. <laughs> I mean, and we were on the ones team. And, and we got asked, do you want to be on the twos team? But we knew that we should be here. We should Mm. be getting, you know, trained from the best people. But we also knew a role. Mm. And I think that's something, too, is something unique about myself is I have played every role on every team. (laughs) Like, I have been the absolute worst on the team (laughs) by far, but I've also been one of the better kids. And Mm -hmm. so I think that's also some perspective that I can give those kids and, and help them through those roles because it's not easy, right? It's not easy sitting on the bench. It's not easy, maybe not knowing your role and, and trying to improve and trying to fight for something. And, and it's about doing that. It's about doing yeah. it for yourself. It's about proving it to yourself and not so much about, okay, well, what does she think of me? Or what yeah. does my coach think of me? It's yeah. no, like, what do you think about yourself? Yeah. How, What kind of effort are you going to put in to become the best you you can be? Are you satisfied where you're at or do you want to be better? And it's not about begging for playing time and, and you know, manipulating things the way that you want it to happen. You have to do it. You have to make it happen. Yeah. So. So I'm excited about that part of it too, of like, you know, because those are com- those are real conversations. Those are real concerns. And I've already had some parents ask me like, okay, well, how are you going to deal with that? How are you going to do this? It's like, well, we're going to take on those challenges as they come and, and have some very open, honest conversations with kids yep. and parents about what do you want? Yep. You know, like we're, we're trying to push this thing to be elite. We're trying to grow this thing pretty quickly to be the, one of the powerhouse clubs mm-hmm. in Madison and in, in the Badger region and in the Midwest and nationally, if you're not ready to do that, maybe we need to play at a different level, mm-hmm. you know, where the expectation is just a little bit different. So it's, it's about having those clear cut expectations and, and roles and, and all that. So,
1: How do you see, feel free to jump in here with any. <laughs> well, I had,
2: a, I had a question way back when I, <laughs> sure. one of my least favorite things in the world is moving. And you've oh, done <laughs> a I lot know, of that. I know. What, what is moving like in the coaching process? Do you get? Do they pay for your moves? Do you get um, any
0: help? Y- yes, cool. depend- depending, on yeah. <laughs> depending on the place, do right? Do they send college
2: kids to come? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> g- I wish. <laughs> I
0: couch wish. The great <laughs> thing about college athletics, though, is there's a lot of young people working in it. And so, like, moving around, right, it's, it's about networking, like I yeah. said, and building relationships with people. And when you move quite a bit, it's hard to, to have those lasting relationships. But – at the college level, there's so many young people who are in the same boat as you, right? Yeah. And there's a ton of shuffling around and all that. So people people know what your life is and they're willing to help, which is really nice. But, but yeah, it's tough. Uh, and I got a lot of worst. friends that I pay with beverages and pizza. <laughs> <laughs> with beverages and pizza. And we're going to hang in That's a all lot you need. of love. And yes. a lot of love. You yes. know? <laughs> a lot of Lots love of and friendship. Words of encouragement. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Have more pizza. Yeah, but moving. I'm ready. Oh, I'm. I will say I'm very excited also for this job because I have moved around a lot in the mm-hmm. last eight years yep. or whatever. And this job for me is is kind of like an end end game goal. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited about it. I could see myself doing this job for a very very long time. Um, and and that's what I'm talking about. Seeing that growth of athletes yep. and seeing that growth of coaches over an amount of time. I don't plan on leaving until I see that through. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited about that.
1: How do you see? Because. I mean, you're not that old, but, mm-hmm. you know, it. it uh, kids, uh, there are more distractions today than they ever have oh with, gosh, with anything. Yeah. I would not want to be a kid these days. Mm-hmm. Um, Me either. One of the most stressful things, I think, in w- with my wife and I is making sure that we do the best by our kids in which to, you know, mm-hmm. raise them. Mm-hmm. Because, the, I don't know, we, we can't raise the kids like the way yeah. I was raised and, yeah. and whatnot. How, what goes through your head or what do you... What, what are your thoughts with, with trying to train a kid in 2021, mm-hmm. uh, you know, years removed from, from you know, this type of training yourself, you mm-hmm. know, back in the day? What, mm-hmm. what what are all the different things that go through your mind? Because I see a lot of those old school coaches who just, they're still coaching today the same way they did 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. And they bark orders mm-hmm. and they, this is, it's my way or the highway, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And yeah. not saying that, not that, saying that that can't not work mm-hmm. because it can, mm-hmm. but. What, what's your whole take on that you know, the athlete? That is definitely not the way I do things. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, or, or that I would expect our coaches mm-hmm. to do things or, or coach athletes. And, I, you know, it, it all goes back to relationships, right, and, and building those relationships and, and finding out what motivates a kid. And right now – Gosh, that is so hard for them. Yeah. It's just so hard. I mean, with, with technology and mm-hmm. social media, and, you know, I hate to sit up here and sound like the old lady who's like, social media is terrible, because it's not. Yes, the old it's lady,
1: because you're 25.
0: 29. <laughs> 29. <laughs> Almost 30. <Yeah. laughs> I like that. Yeah. 29. Yeah. Um, What is yeah? Good guess. Good job. (laughs) Good guess. I don't know how old people are anymore. (laughs) Way to under. Are you thirty yet? I'm thirty. You're thirty. Yeah, just turned thirty. These young kids. But it's so it's so tough for them, and there's just so many expectations, and and you are trying to make your life look perfect, Mm. and everybody else's life looks just absolutely perfect, and even I see it at the volleyball level too in club when I was recruiting, right, like. I would see a kid who maybe is not stellar or doesn't play at a hu- super high level, but on social media sure looks like <laughs> it, you know, it's a little bit ridiculous, but for those kids who are also in that program and they see that and they're like, well, well, I don't look like that. And I'm mm-hmm. not doing that. It's, it's tough. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's so tough on your psyche and your confidence in yourself and, and your ability to like just not get wrapped up in all of that. So what I'm really excited about is the whole athlete training that mm-hmm. we're going to be able to offer. And we're really going to deep dive into a lot of that stuff and be able to talk about, okay, well, what are you, what are you thinking about yourself when you look at this? And maybe that's, you unfollow those people on <laughs> social medias because yeah. then you're not yeah. seeing it. Yep. I've had to do that for yep. my, my own self, you know, just like, body image stuff i'm like well i don't look like that does that mean i'm not yep. xyz mm-hmm. no it doesn't because they don't look like that <laughs> you know like yeah. they don't actually in real life look like that yeah. they're not actually in real life doing those things no. like it's be all be right. like two hours right and exactly or with a lot of help from yep. google or, or yep. photoshop mm-hmm. or whatever so for me i'm really excited You're have
2: to show me how to do that <laughs> My way would just be <laughs> not eating for a moment. So <laughs> and that's terrible,
0: right? <laughs> and like, so it's about building confidence in kids and, and understanding yep. you're not just a volleyball player. Yep. You're not just what you can do on the court. You're not just what you can do in the classroom. You're not just what you can do from a leadership standpoint. Mm-hmm. You are so much more than that. And you offer so much more value to the world than just those things and yep. to the people around you, you know. And it's about, building their confidence to understand that i am more than that i am an individual no one else is me mm-hmm. and helping them realize okay when you can when you can come to terms with who you are and continue to learn about yourself you can be a better volleyball player you can be a better friend you can be a better student you yeah. can be all these things that you're holding yourself back from by comparing yourself to others yep. and i know a lot about comparing myself to others <laughs> with a twin sister oh. you know, like i yeah. having a twin sister I grew up and she was better than me at everything. And I'm not, that is not an over-exaggeration. She was better than me at everything we did. Like I said, my dad was our our coach. And so when we would be in basketball practice or volleyball practice or whatever, he'd be like, Amy, watch Sarah do this. (laughs) And that was it for me. (laughs) I was like, I'm done. And I threw a fit and I was over it. But that had a real impact on on Mm -hmm. my self-worth. You Mm -hmm. know, like I was like, all we do is play sports. All we do, this is our mm-hmm. life. I yeah. am a volleyball player. You know, I am a basketball player or whatever it, whatever the sport we mm-hmm. were doing at the time. And if I'm not doing well in that, who am I? If, yeah. if my sister is better than me at that and I'm yeah. in her shadow all the time, I'm just Sarah's sister. You know, and it took me a long time to realize that I've got more than just that i've yeah. got more than what i can offer on the on the volleyball court or whatever and it's it's so hard to get to that point and yeah. it took me i mean college i wasn't in college until i really kind of figured that stuff out mm-hmm. and some of that is we went to different schools and <laughs> got to be our own people yeah. but but it also i mean same thing in college right you get there you're you're building your whole volleyball career your whole life to play division one volleyball mm-hmm. and finally you're there and guess what? It's not what you thought. It's not. It's way harder than you thought it was going to uh-huh. be. And you're back to crying every day <laughs> of free season, you know. And and you're struggling. And you're like, maybe this wasn't for me. Maybe what I worked for forever isn't for me. But I, you know, that's when you really have to dig down deep and find something in you that's that you remember why you wanted it. Why you, why you started to do it in the first place, and and you grind it out, and you have to work super hard, you have to work harder than the people next to you, like I worked, and some of that came from Sarah, you know, and, and that drive, and that mm-hmm. competition, and being able to push myself harder than the, than the person next to me, and, and I earned, ended up earning a starting spot, and I didn't stop starting, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I ended up having a great career, but Goodness, that was not the case. When I showed up day one, I was not ready. I, you know, I was not med- mentally prepared. I was not physically prepared. And that's something, too, that I'm excited about in the director position of helping those athletes get prepared for the yeah. next level. Mm-hmm. You know, I've seen it. I've done it. I've done it for almost 10 years now at the collegiate level. I know what it takes to be an elite athlete at the Division One level, even at the NAIA level. Yeah. My, my sister and her um, husband, my brother-in-law, coach D3 volleyball. So I know what those different levels take and what and from a time commitment standpoint, from a mental standpoint, from, from physically being ready to go, you know, so I'm really excited about that from a director standpoint to be able to help those kids and and find the right fit for them and make sure that they're ready to go and that they've maybe watched film of themselves before that they've done some strength training. Mm. I mean, I went into college. I was not ready <laughs> i I couldn't <laughs> squat like i for, and, <laughs> it was embarrassing like we had to test in and we had to do push ups we had to go down and like make this little squeak toy mm-hmm. squeak with our chest. <laughs> I did like one and a half I mean like literally one and a half. I did one pull-up by my junior year.
1: Like, that a girl. Thank there we you. go. And I,
0: I couldn't squat. I had to squat the bar. They, like, biodux tested me. You know, the thing mm-hmm. where you, like, yep. kick your leg, mm-hmm. test your strength. Because I was so bad. And nothing was wrong with me. <laughs> I just was very weak, you know, like, and that was a little bit embarrassing. But yep. at the same time, I was like, okay, well, here's where we're at, and mm-hmm. let's get better. Yep. You know, you can't beat yourself up about the realities of where you're at. Mm-hmm. But you can – control how you react to that and you can't control what you're going to do next and I decided I had to get better yeah. Yeah. so I did.
1: Were you, were you always good at that because I, I see mm-hmm. I see kids with this I see adults with this mm-hmm. and they just go into this default like well I've never been strong mm-hmm. or I've I've always been heavy or I've always did it and mm-hmm. it's like almost like a condition that they yeah, were yeah. given it with at birth and yeah. this is what I'm stuck Gosh, with yeah. these are the cards I've dealt and, and I can't change anything. Mm-hmm. It, um, you, you said the switch kind of flipped for you in college yeah um because a lot of kids go the other way they they Mm -hmm. give up Mm -hmm. like oh this is too hard you know and they Mm -hmm. just just quit it's easier to quit in 2021 than it's ever been Totally, Um, totally. anything specific for for you within this this whole thing because again having the the twin is very interesting Mm -hmm. poor sarah sarah i hope you listen (laughs) to this um (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) but like that's a that's a challenging thing i mean Mm -hmm. that's that's your own like it's, it's like she's one more piece of social media just following you around sure, all the time. Or you sure, her and, sure. and whatnot.
0: Yeah, and no, I the answer to that is no, I have not always been like that. Um, and it it took me a long time to get there. And honestly, learning from the people that I've learned from, like Mark and Lisa Rosen, Dave Shondell, Ray Gooden, all those people, even like my parents and to my sister and, and all the people in between, watching these 60-ish 50 ish old men, right? (laughs) Like learn something new and constantly push themselves. I'm like, who am I to tell myself, this is who I am. And this is who I'm always going to be. You know, like we, in the fall, Dave would come and work out with us. And I was amazed. (laughs) Like Dave would talk to our, our strength coach, Aaron, and be like, okay, teach me how to do this. I might not be good at this, but how else can I do it? You know, like, are there modifications for me? And I was like, just amazed. And Mark is the same way. And Lisa Rosen, same way. And Ray's the same way. They're lifelong learners. And for me, I'll tell you my first reaction to things that I'm not good at is I'm ready to quit. I'm like, okay, well, screw that. I'm not going to do that anymore. But in the last three years, I've learned how to snowboard. I've learned how to wakeboard. And a lot of that has to do with Joe, my boyfriend, because he's very good at that stuff. And I'm like, well, I want to do it. (laughs) So, but a lot of that also, like you said, comes from growing up and having that sister that is better than me, and I just just drove me crazy, you know. And and I equated her being better at me and my dad being impressed with her with my dad loves her more, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And I was like, okay, well, I got to prove that too, oh. you know. I have to be better than yeah. him and be- better than her and get that love or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. It's a it's a full circle situation yeah. mm-hmm. that, that yep. is a little bit crazy, but um, a lot of that was doing it on my own too of when he's not looking, I would like throw a fit. And then when he's not looking like go practice, you know, (laughs) and like, so that the next time I would come out, I would be better. And, and I don't know, maybe that's just because I was tired of feeling second best. I was tired of, of these things. and I wanted to change it. And, and I, and I think like that is, that just comes down to how you're motivated, Mm -hmm. what motivates you and how you want to get better. And, And if you can, you know, like some people can always get better you can always do something else you can always try something new and that has taken me a long time to figure out and for those young people who are thinking well I'll never serve a ball over the net overhand or I'll never be able to hit a slide or whatever right people struggle with that their whole life (laughs) and if you're you you have to figure out how to talk to yourself to get yourself through it you know even now. (laughs) When I was at Northern Illinois, we would like work out with the kids. Mm -hmm. And some, one of those workouts was running two hundreds. I hate running. I, it hurts me. (laughs) (laughs) It's like my, my, I've never felt runners high. I think that's a myth. Like I've absolutely right. Like ridiculous. But I was not feeling great about who I, you know, my body and whatever. Mm -hmm. Like I wanted to feel better. So I'm like, we're going to work out with the kids. Mm -hmm. I'm not kidding you. I would be running and I'd be like, let's go. You can do it. Like, in my head, like, you know, you're a boss. Like, let's mm-hmm. go. And and that's how you have to talk to yourself. You have to talk to yourself to win. And you also, on the flip side of that, have to realize when you're telling yourself negative things. Yeah. And you have to figure out what those negative things are, when they happen, and stop them. Yeah. And it's, I had a, a guy in college who was our um, volunteer Um his name is Okena and he was awesome with our team. And he came in and kind of talked to us about that stuff. Mm -hmm. He was like, I now literally see in my face like a stop sign when I'm, when I'm starting to tell myself a negative thought or that I can't do something or whatever, because of his training, I literally see like almost like a stop sign come into my brain, like shut it down Mm -hmm. because the way that you talk to yourself is how you feel. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's everything. It's, it's, what you're going to put back into the world that's how you feel about yourself how you feel about the people around you how maybe you feel about a coach telling you how to improve in something if you're feeling terrible about yourself and and talking to yourself in a terrible way in negative way you're not going to be able to trust them you're not going to be able to trust your teammates you're not going to be able to trust yourself to end up trying something new and pushing yourself to be better so it, it all comes back to, like, how you're motivated, how you talk to yourself, and how you can trust and love yourself, the people around you, and your coaches.
1: Still thinking about that part where she said the coaches were working out with the kids. Just <laughs> saying, Trace. I'm just, just <laughs> floating that out there.
2: Just <laughs> Maybe next week. And they were I 50. Mean, they, would, they would kick my butt <laughs> <laughs> if I tried yeah. to,
0: like, go around to 200 again now. And Even then, they were kicking my butt. But yeah. I was like, we can do it. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's half a track.
0: It was a lot. We would no. run like twenty-two hundreds. So yeah, it was terrible. No. I don't. Terrible. When
2: you start having to stagger where people start, that's, that's oh, out. Yeah. I'm out. oh yeah, oh yeah, hundreds <laughs> or less. I'm starting all <laughs> the way up. <laughs> <laughs> hundreds or less. I don't want to do the staggered start races. Those curves are very confusing. No, it's just too long. <laughs> it's too long at that point.
1: Amy, I totally derailed. I <laughs> uh, apologize. Oh, okay. You said so many good things there, and and, and yeah. it's funny how I. I, it, I don't think I'm that old, but I mm. keep you guys are so much younger than I am. Um, it, it's just funny how. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm a unique unicorn. None of this existed when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. Like, you we know, just played, you went after it, da da da. Mm-hmm. You got yelled at. football yeah. coach broke his clipboard over my helmet one day <laughs> just because I happened to be standing. I was the yeah. center on the football team, so yeah. I happened to be standing in the middle. Like, you guys get your act together. Da, ba, da, da, it wasn't me. It wasn't anything I did. Yeah. I wasn't offended by it. We went out, kept going. Yeah. I don't know. I, don't, so I guess some kids could have folded and mm. whatever, but I don't know. It was it was just fun and we enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I I just can't believe how big of a thing that this is um, in, in, in 2021 now. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess I can't co- believe it cause it's, it's happening and, and all the social media stuff yeah. and, and, and whatnot. And it's, it's such a big deal. That attitude that you have, I, I think is unique mm-hmm. because I, I, I think it's to, to challenge the kids and the, the podcast we did with, with Courtney, um, her thing was trying to get kids to fail and kids being okay with it yeah, like it's okay absolutely. to yep. come up short mm-hmm. because let me tell you we're going to serve you you know again here yeah. in a second so yeah. you better be ready
0: well and that's something too is we're going to have like a, a no I'm sorry policy like i if <laughs> yeah. you mess up i don't want to hear i'm sorry yeah. it's, okay. it's okay it's yeah, okay yeah i don't care don't that care. you messed mm-hmm. up yeah. if if you're not giving 100% effort yeah. I, that's what i care about yeah. if your attitude is Poor to your teammates that is what i care about yeah. right like but the actual execution of the skill try again yeah, you man. know our our sport is is a error sport yeah. our sport is a is who yeah. can make the least amount of errors but guess what everyone's making errors yeah. you yeah. know and, and it's really how you bounce back from that yeah. So if you're if you're making an error, say you get shanked, and you're like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, mm-hmm. like I'm freaking out. Oh my god, please don't serve me again. Guess what? You're Pick gonna it. get served again, <laughs> yeah. and you're gonna get aced again. Mm-hmm. You know, but like tr- again, tr- going back to training that mental side of it. Of okay, I got aced. Whoops, here we go. Serve yeah. me again. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm. You're not. It's not gonna happen again. I got you. And it's about you know process things versus results and and that's another big big part of that mental side of things is when you look at the game and you look at something that you're doing in life i hear a lot like i have to i have to we have to i must this yeah. is what i need to do right rather than i'm good i need to move my feet a little bit more rather Mm -hmm. than I have to get a perfect pass. Mm -hmm. You know, I need to get my platform out better or earlier or present my angle sooner rather than, oh my God, I better not get aced, Mm -hmm. you know, like stuff like that. And it's changing Mm -hmm. it from results to process of Mm -hmm. how, how can you get a better process to get a better result?
2: Or no. even just a, I'm not gonna get aced again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, right. Okay, exactly. that's not happening. No. You know? Yeah, but Like ex- just exactly. not the negative feedback.
0: Yeah, it, and not saying like I can't get aced. Yep. It's I won't get yep. aced. Mm-hmm. You know, it's cha- it, it's all goes back to oh. how you're motivated, how you talk to yourself, and to to become a better athlete.
2: I always I always tell kids just be thankful that you're not playing softball because when you make an error in softball, you've had a bad game. Oh yeah. <laughs> when you've had an error in <laughs> volleyball, you can have an amazing game. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. It's but so t- true. That's
0: it's really so good. No, it is. I mean,
2: well. From playing every sport in the world, I remember like when you take shots in hockey, it's like, Oh my gosh, I scored. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's a yeah. that's a super high error sport yeah. if you're thinking of not scoring as an error, but mm-hmm. in like baseball, if you a well, ball goes between your legs, it's like, Well, had a bad game today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I made one error. Yeah. And that could be the one run that goes in. Yep. So that's what I love about volleyball is that it's so forgiving. Yeah, but absolutely. You have to let it be yeah. forgiving yeah. and not just cycle yeah. negatively.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It is interesting to see how kids handle that. Some well, super well, and some mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. they do mm-hmm. less well. Well, and
0: that's another part of it. And to your point earlier about okay, yeah, in whatever you were nineteen ninety, whatever yeah. you were playing football, yeah, um, or two early two thousands. No nineties. Nineties. <laughs> <90s. laughs> Thank <Yeah>, you <laughs> though. Yeah, yeah. You're I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I try to I do. pay you back. But <laughs> 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 but, um, but like your you know your football coach mm-hmm. is there and smacking a clipboard mm-hmm. on your helmet and whatever and. That's what I think a lot of older coaches or so the old school, Mm -hmm. whether you're young or old and just have that mentality, they were like, Well, that's how we all, how how I was trained. Mm -hmm. That's how it's always been. Worked for me. Yeah, worked for me, right? Well, it might be how it always has been, but it doesn't mean it was right. And it doesn't mean that that every kid in that program benefited from that yeah. and I would be willing to bet that most did not yeah and that's what it is it's like every person is different every person is motivated differently every person communicates with themselves differently yeah. everybody tries new things differently and is is scared of different things right and it's about building those relationships and building the love and trust between a coach and a player and a player and a player and director and coach or whoever mm-hmm. holistically in your program is finding out what motivates people and how to get the best out of them. Yep. And yep. that is built on love and trust and relationships. And you can't, I certainly can't yell at a kid if they've never met me before, mm-hmm. you know, or, or if I've never gotten to know them yep. and I don't know sure. what their goals are and, and all that. Like, you know, you can't come in guns blazing for those kids cause they'll never trust you. They'll yep. just tune you out, yep. you know, and, and those, especially now, especially now a kid, has to feel like you support them yeah. and that you nope. have their best interest at heart. If they don't, they're like screw you, you yeah, know. Yeah. They're like mm-hmm. who are, who are you talking to me? I don't know you from a person on the street, yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. all I I just don't believe in having power because or or influence because, Mm -hmm. right? It has to be... you have this title. Right, exactly. (laughs) Like, it's okay, great, I'm the director, but what does that mean Mm -hmm. for my relationship with you and my relationship with you and and the 12-year-old that's in our program? Mm -hmm. You know, it's like I'm... That goes back to having influence and having the ability to touch everybody in our program in some way. So, again, something I'm very excited about. Yeah, Yeah.
1: very cool. Uh, uh, That's one thing that really... Impresses me with Eric because we have so many kids that f- flow through here. Mm-hmm. I sometimes forget kids' names. <laughs> and they just, yeah. And we just, we th- they rotate yep. through and da da da. And he will, rem- like, he'll remember stats on these kids and where mm-hmm. they go to high school and what they're da da mm-hmm. like, ah, And, and really embraces, again, that, I think that relationship piece. If, if, you know, you could have, you could be the best volleyball coach in the world. And if, if you don't have that relationship with that athlete, you know, where they, you know, know, like and respect you, yeah. Who cares? Well, Um,
0: and that's it. And it comes down to how they feel about how you feel about them. You know, if Mm -hmm. they think that you care about them, they think that you trust them, they think that they have impact and value in your program, Mm -hmm. they're going to go all out for you. They're going to be able to give you what you want from them. And, And I learned that in college. And that's about, you know, that's even about leadership. And I try to tell the kids in whatever program I'm in, when you're trying to get something from somebody they better know that you support them because they're going to do better when they feel supported than if they feel like, Oh my God, I got to like prove this to her or, or she's going to be mad at me if I don't pass the ball perfectly or whatever. Like they have to trust you and they have to know you. And that's about getting to know them off the volleyball floor as a human. Right. And like, I, I heard this a long time ago, and I think it's very true for, for girls and versus boys. Like, Girls have to bond in order to compete, and the boys have to compete to bond, right? Like bond to battle, battle bond to bond. A, exactly. Gosh, that's good. Exactly, yeah. right? Like, wow. Like, girls have to bond before they can go into battle and compete together. Okay. Like they it's... And maybe that's sexist of me, but I think yeah. that that's so true. And mm-hmm. boys have to battle it out and now they've bonded. Mm-hmm. And, and that has been my experience. I was like, girls, if we just throw six kids out there, we're not going to win. If who have never talked to each other, who have never, you know, helped each other out and learned about each other and really love each other to, to compete for each other. It's not going to happen. Yeah. It's not going to happen in the way that you want it to happen. Mm-hmm where I think boys is the other way around. Like, boys have to, like, duke it out and battle, and then well, and that roll. bonds them, you know? <laughs> yeah. And and, so, and that's what team building is super important, especially at mm-hmm. the club level and the, and the high school level and, and them learning about each other, learning about themselves. Like, mm-hmm. it's just so instrumental to being able to compete at a high level. Yeah. So. That's
2: so accurate. That's... that's yeah, it's <laughs> a, 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 like... Yeah. I mean I coach boys and girls every year and it totally like <laughs> the, if the guys don't compete together yeah. at the beginning it's mm-hmm. like whatever but I mean I've had boys teams where I don't think I think kids actually hated each other on the team. Mm-hmm. But on the court but they're good. Mm-hmm. They, it was <laughs> like girls as don't long as it's competitive. No, not at all. And, and, and
0: you know maybe they do at the super elite levels yeah. and and their you know their talent can outshine yep. some of that stuff but at at the instrumental club level it's so important for yeah. them to be able to bond and, and figure out how to play with each other and yeah. for each other. It's just yeah. I don't. Th- I don't
2: think it's a perfect catch-all, but it's mm-hmm. 99 yeah. percent or so. Yeah, if it agree. has to be. I agree.
0: Yeah,
1: I agree. Well, Amy, we've almost wrapped up an hour here. Is there um, is there anything that you wish that we would have asked you? Did you forget your questions too? No, <laughs> no. Okay,
2: just no, those are the kid questions. Oh, okay. these okay. yeah. Um,
0: I guess those. like shameless plug things yeah. for yeah. for yeah. Madtown. Mm. Um, we are gonna have our twelve or our younger kids tryouts in October. Mm. Um, and our high school kids tryouts in November. Um, we're still nailing some of that stuff down, but I will say, with the resources that we talked about today, we're gonna be able to do some things that in the Madison area no one else has been able to do. Yeah. So. We're very, very excited about it. If anyone has questions about it, please reach out to me. My email is amy at madtownjuniors.com. My phone number is 847-436-8583. I'm almost always available. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So give me a call. Ask me questions. Would love to talk to anybody out there who's interested in the Madison area um, in some elite club volleyball.
1: Very cool. And the, the website is?
0: Madtownjuniors.com.
1: And it's a beautiful website. Did Eric do that, I'm assuming?
0: He yeah. helped, yeah. Okay. <laughs> he helped do that. And then our <laughs> Facebook page also has a ton of information on it as yeah. well, and that's facebook.com slash madtownjuniors.
2: Very cool. Awesome. Good branding.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> it is. Who it's did good.
1: the logo? I like the logo. Um,
0: Our League One team. Okay. Yeah, League yeah. One team, which I like it, too. I'm, I'm pretty pumped about yeah. it. Yeah. And, like, the colors, obviously. It's I love the, it's the colors. It's mm-hmm. great. And MJ just, in my mind, being from mm-hmm. Chicago-ish, yeah. like, yep. it's just, it's all good. Yeah. It's all black good. and
2: red, yes, yeah. colors. That's mm-hmm. right. That's I mean, good. navy and yellow are cool, too. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> so much the yellow. Black and too. red, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There you go. Well, Amy, thank you so much. Yeah.
0: Really thanks, appreciate guys. you taking the time. Absolutely. And thanks now for that having me.
1: Yeah, now that you've achieved all this greatness, you know. <laughs>
0: the pinnacle of podcasts. Yes. Like it's all downhill from here for yes. sure. Because <laughs> really,
1: Joe Rogan was just like a second fiddle at this yeah. point. Oh okay. so. yeah, yeah. There he, you go. He's got nothing on us. No, not at all. <laughs> Listeners, thanks for listening. Amy, thanks again. Thank you. And we'll catch you on the next one. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to another episode of Oak Performance Radio. Again, check us out on the social at Oak Performance and online at www.oakstrength.com backslash oakperformance. Again, thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next one.